Oh my god, hello. Hi, little D's. Welcome back to Barely Bearable. This is episode 53. That's 53. It means 53, if you didn't get that. Um, hi, I'm, I'm so happy to be back. I haven't been back. I haven't recorded since, I guess, like two, two and a half weeks. It's been a busy, busy time. Let's just get into it, okay? No edits, just straight through. We'll plow through this. Um, so I helped a friend out in the Hamptons. You guys probably saw me in the Hamptons running amok, but I was actually working. My friend who does floral arrangements and events and whatnot, he asked me to help him with uh, decorating a luxury hotel. And they put us up, they fed us, they gave us drinks it was great. And I every morning I would go to the beach and eat my face off. Um, I would eat my, my bagel, my egg and cheese on a bagel on the beach. It was heavenly. But um, yeah, it was a good time. I do have to get into something that happened. Um, it's really funny. So let me, let me pull up my little notes. So, okay, this is what happened. Um, we were at the bar. This is like the second to last night, okay? And um. I'm deaf in my left ear, mind you, okay? So my friend, he was sitting to the right of me, and then there was a vacant stool, okay? To the left of me was this fabulous woman I was talking to um, who owns a company, and we were just chatting away. But in order for me to talk to her, I had to turn my whole body around to give her my right ear because, like I said, I can't hear my left ear, which was excluding my friend. So I, I kept trying to include him, but I literally couldn't hear anything. So then someone taps him on the shoulder and starts talking to him. So then he's in a conversation. I can't hear anything. But first, the, this this little gay man comes up to us. He looks like Roman from Succession. You know, Karen Culkin, I think that's his name. Love him. This guy comes up to us a little like, he looks a little like cracked out. Like his eyes are like bloodshot, pupils huge, little fidgety. He walks up to us and goes, hi, uh... And we're like waiting, long pause. Hi, um, do you uh, do you think I could sit here? Actually, no. He goes, can can my friend sit at the stool? And we're like, uh, sure. Like, yeah, no one's sitting at the end. Like, go for it. Then I was like, are 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 you asking if we could move down a seat so you could sit with like sit at the bar? And he's like, yes. I was like. It was like pulling teeth. I was like, and in my head, I'm like, what the fuck is this guy asking? But I said, absolutely. We'll move down a seat. No, not an issue. Sure enough, his friend comes. The friend's 80 years old. Oh, I forgot to tell you, this young guy, the guy that came up to us, the cracked out one, he was probably 36. Like he was young and the guy he was with was 80. I assumed it was his his father or grandpa or whatever. Well, let me tell you. So first, first they say they're neighbors. And then they're, they're like blacked out, by the way. Then I turn my back and I, I start talking to this woman again. So like 10 minutes go by and my friend is, he elbows me really hard. But I was like, oh, maybe he's taking his jacket off. Like I didn't, I was like in the bag. I had a couple of drinks. So I'm talking to this woman like beyond fabulous. She started her own company. She does a lot. She bought her house in the Hamptons Young. Like, love her. She talked about her her daughter coming out, her young daughter who was like 12. I was like, go off. I need to need to hear everything. Let's hear it. So um, we're like kikiing, having a fun time, drinking. And um, 
my friend elbows me again. So I'm like, oh, I need to save him. That's what it is. Because he elbowed me hard, like much harder. So I'm like, oh shit, that's what it is. But my thing is, he's a very assertive guy. I, I would think he would just be like, okay, I, I'm with my friends. Like, let me turn around. But he, he was being really polite. So he asked me to, you know, save him. So I turn around. And um, at this time, the lady leaves. She leaves. Loved her. So I, I'm like, oh, God, these people are, they're a lot. And they keep inviting us back to their house. And he keeps saying, like, their house. Like, they own their house together. And then this guy was like, the young guy was like, oh, I'm from Greenwich, Connecticut. I was like, oh, nice. I currently live in Rye. I'm always in Greenwich. Like, where about? And um, he got really weird out that I said I'm from, you know, I live in Rye. Like, I know the area very well. And like, he almost like backtracked. It was very strange. And he was like, do you work for the government? I was like, what? No, I don't work for the government. I have a sinking podcast that doesn't make any money. No, I don't work for the government. So, um what happens it's just very strange that they're trying to invite us over then i'm like oh my god this is a sexual thing then i didn't realize this my friend told me the old man had three fingers <laughs> that was the worst part the man had three fingers and i'm not shaming him but you can't be it's just very it was aggressive like trying to get us over with your three fingers like what do you like and then i was talking i was like how much would it take for me to go home with this guy I'll tell you what it would take. You would have to give me all of Long Island, $5 billion, unlimited access to therapy, and a hypnotist on hand. That's what I, That's what it would take for me to go to his house. And, and honestly, like, it's still questionable if I would go. But um, yeah, it was just like the weirdest thing that um, I, I was trying to be the most unappealing person I can. I was like making up all these lies. He was like, what do you do? I was like, oh, I, I'm currently, I just got out of prison. I made up all this stuff to like <laughs> deter him and like turn them off. But then they kept asking more questions because they were like, I don't know if they were into it, but they ended up just being curious. So my friend was laughing and I was like, I was like, let me, I was pulling out anything out of a hat to like deter them. And it wasn't working. And finally they, they were leaving and they're like, oh, we're going to walk home. I was like, this man's 80. I don't think he could walk. And um, then he kept inviting us back to the place before. He was like, he was like, where are you guys going to be next week? I was like, I'm making something up. I was like, I'm going to be in Palm Beach. We have a job in Palm Beach. So we're going to be there for three months. He was like, listen, you could stay at my house whenever. I mean, yeah, it was nice, but it was kind of murdery. He was, it was like kind of Robert Dursty. You know that billionaire that killed all that pe- all, the, all those people. I could say, I don't have to say allegedly because you know he did it. Um, yeah, it was a very weird thing. So yeah, that the Hamptons trip was very fun. We got to work. I made made a pretty penny. I got to pay some stuff off. But I'm gonna get into what I what I spent. I had a oh, I spent two thousand dollars on something. Can you guess what it is? You're not gonna guess. It's kind of cosmetic. Botox? No. Filler? No. Breast reduction, I wish. Um, I spent $2,000 on tattoo removal. I know, I have tattoos, I'm white trash. I, I, In my defense, I was 18 when I got them. So let me walk you through what I got when I was younger. So this girl in my high school was like, you'll never get a tattoo. You're not cool enough. I was like, 
oh yeah, I'm going to get a tattoo. So I was like, what can I get? And I was like, I need to get something that's, that, that doesn't show that I could hide that no one will really see, but they'll see sometimes. So I decided, <laughs> I can't, I decided to get stars on my feet, rainbow stars. Like what in the actual fuck was I thinking? So I got that at 18. I got rainbow stars and um, and I proved her wrong. I'm going to call her Monica. And I went up to Monica in high school and I was like, see Monica, look what I got. And she was like, wow, you did it. I think her plan was for me to get a shitty tattoo for the rest of my life. So every time I fucking see this tattoo, I think of Monica. Monica, you definitely don't listen to this podcast and your name's not Monica. You know who you are though. And I, I honestly originally was like, I want to get all these tattoos. I want to like be like Mark Jacobs. He has all these cool tattoos. And honestly, Mark Jacobs could pull it off. But me, I look like a gay, I, I look like a, a bathroom stall and a gay bar with graffiti and like weird shit on it. Like I'll, I'll get into it, all the tattoos I have. So then that was next. And then I, I got this other tattoo. It's so bad. Like it's even, I think it's even worse. It it says live life to the fullest on my inner arm. <laughs> like why did I get that? Like I don't know. Like it's just so embarrassing. So um, in my defense, it, it's actually really pretty font, but it looks like live, laugh, love. And it's like, it's, it's trash. It's garbage. So then I... I decided, I was like, do you know what I need? I was, this is so Guido. I was at a tanning salon. It was Christmas break, freshman year of college. And I was like, I need to go tanning. So I was like, there's a tattoo parlor next door. I was like, do you know what I need? This is by myself. Like, this is why I can't be alone. Do you know what I need? I need, um, I need to let everyone know that I'm a Scorpio. So I literally got a Scorpio symbol on my inner ankle I think that's what it's called and um it's very tiny so ever when everyone asks like what is that because it looks like an m with like a an arrow when everyone asks like what is that I go oh it's Madonna they're like really no it's a Scorpio symbol and I don't know why I got that so my next one yeah I know there's there's a fourth one I this is so embarrassing I got the Eye of Horus on my back. It's the Egyptian evil eye, which is beyond cultural appropriation. And like I said, I was 18. I got all these tattoos within a seven-month span. Like, dead ass. And um, I got all those tattoos, and I was like, what the actual fuck did I do? And the worst part is the one on my back is crooked. It doesn't even... It's awful, so... It's just so awkward when, like, you're with someone and you take your clothes off and they're like, what's on your foot? I was like, it's a very poor decision from 2009. That's what that is. So uh, this this tattoo place, this, um, what is it? I'm sorry, laser tattoo removal place. It's called Clean Slate Lasers. They have a, they have a bunch of locations. And I... They had a Black Friday deal. So it would have, to remove two of these tattoos, cost $5,000, which is, that's a lot of money. So I I was like, oh my God, they have a Black Friday deal. So it's 2000 So let me go ahead and do that. I don't have the money. So I, I put down 1000 and I'm, fi- I'm financing the other 1000 
I know, but I just need to get this shit off my body because I want to wear, I want to wear, what's it called? Um, Birkenstocks. There, I said it. I want to wear sandals. I want to wear loafers, but I can't because you see my white trash coming up. Um, so my joke is, after these are gone, I, I will only be internally white trash. So I'm happy I'm getting rid of these. And I, just don't get a tattoo. They're so stupid. But the best part is, I do want another tattoo. I know. I know. I'm I'm hypocrite. Like, what does this even mean? I've always wanted the words New York in typewriter font on my arm. Very little. But I, New York means so much to me. I grew up in New York State. I lived in New York City. I just love New York. Um, but yeah, that's my... That's going to be my, my tattoo removal journey. And let me tell you, it hurts so bad. It hurts 10 times more than the actual tattoo. It At one point, I was like, I smell my skin burning. She's like, oh, no, that's your hair burning. I was like, I knew something was burning. So um, it looks like I'll need probably 10 treatments. But the good news is this package I bought is good for ever. So I could get as many um, sessions as I need to remove them. So hopefully I will have them off in the next year or two. I'm really hoping. And, um, don't get tattoos because you'll probably end up hating them. Or, you know, if you do want a tattoo, get it later in life, wait on it. I was a child when I got these tattoos, like what the actual fuck. And then I remember one time I almost got another tattoo. My friend's like, don't, don't get another tattoo. So I was probably 20 years old. So I was like, what can we do? I'm like bored. You're bored. Let's do something. I was like, you know what? Let's, I'm going to get my nipple pierced. So she comes with me. Hey, Emily. That's my friend, Emily. She comes with me to the same tattoo parlor. I got my tattoos and I got my nipple pierced. And when I tell you, it feels like they ripped your nipple off. It was the most painful thing and then I, one day I was at a restaurant and this, and I saw the woman that pierced my nipple and she waved to me and my dad was at the table. He's like, who is that? I was like, oh, I, uh, I went to high school with her. But the best part is I only had my nipple pierced for one month, truly, because I was, this is so gay. I was jogging down Park Avenue in a cotton shirt and it was a hot day. I was sweating and oh my God, it. It was like dragging on my nipple. It hurt so bad. And this is disgusting. It started to smell because it was getting infected. I know. Then when you would dry off with a towel after the shower, it would get caught and it would just, it would hurt so bad. So I I, I think I lasted three weeks maybe with a nipple ring. So yeah, that, that happened. But luckily there's no scarring and it's not permanent. Permanent? Yeah. I don't know how to say that word permanent there I said it I'm not I'm not gonna edit that out because no one's perfect it's funny because I had I had friends with me with almost all my tattoos when I was getting them and um they let me get them well my my friend Emily tried to talk me out of it and I was like no I need live life to the fullest on my arms so I live life to the fullest every day of my life like I can't even I am so embarrassed by it like I try I really try to hide them at the beach and it, it's just mortifying I don't know why I got them and it's I'm, something I'm self-conscious about there there you know you know about my white trashness 
Um, so yeah, the joke is when I'm with my friends and they'll, they'll like give me advice on something. I'm like, wait, why am I taking your advice? You let me get this tattoo. Like you literally let me get live life to the fullest on my arm. I'm not taking anything you say seriously. So guys, I will keep you posted on my tattoo removal, but you know what? I think it's going to be worth every penny. Truly nine. It's really, it was really $1,900. That's how I'm justifying it. It's not fully two grand. It's nineteen hundred. But re- really, all in because I I had a couple of sessions prior at different locations. So all in with the prices of my tattoos and this, I'm probably looking at th- probably thirty thirty five hundred dollars, maybe three thousand dollars. I spent on tattoos slash removal. Probably even more to be honest with you. So it's a friendly a friendly reminder. Don't don't do it unless you really want it or get a henna, get a henna and sleep on it. And and you know what? Phone a friend, ask a friend or you know what? If you want to get a tattoo, send it to me and I'll tell you if it will be cool in a year or two. There, I said it. I tried to watch the roast of the Jonas Brothers, but it was just so bad. It's, it was like, because everyone's worried about getting canceled, so they couldn't really go in on them. There wasn't, you know, Jeff Ross, you know, or Lisa Lampanelli or Nikki Glaser. Like, I want them to be roasted. But I felt like I was watching all that from the 90s. It was just so... It was, it was like PG. Like, it was rated PG, practically. I was like, you guys missed a perfectly good opportunity to annihilate these boys don't get me wrong some of the jokes were good but i was like i it was a missed opportunity in my in my eyes it just sucks because all of these really funny comedians are terrified of being canceled now and it's just a shame because you'll get canceled if you make a joke well here's the thing Roasts are supposed to be cringe. They're supposed to be offensive. They're supposed to just be like, "Oh my god, did they say that?" I love an old ro- an old school roast. Oh my god, check out the roast of Flava Flav, the roast of Pamela Anderson. Even the roast the roast of Bruce Willis was good. I mean, the roast of Justin Bieber was fantastic with uh, Martha Stewart. She slayed. Um, it's just, it's sad, but hopefully we'll get out of this really PC culture. Don't get me wrong. Like I, I do think we need it to a certain extent, you know, but I love, I love comedians. I love, I just love it. I love fucked up humor. That's my vibe. Oh my God. Don't cancel me from this. Do not cancel me for saying this. I'm already canceled. Am I canceled? Don't cancel me. I don't, you know what? I have no money. You can't cancel someone who has nothing. Actually, I have to pay off this laptop, so don't cancel me yet. Maybe cancel me after I pay this off. I had a special request. My friend Alicia, we went to high school. I'm sorry, we went to college together. She actually lives in India. So, hey, hey, sis, miss you. Um, She asked me to talk about something. You know, it's my trigger. You already know what I'm going to say. It's my trigger to talk about Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly. I'm already triggered. But I was asked to do it, and I'm of course I'm going to do it. 
She asked me to please talk about them at the red carpet chained. So apparently they were at a red carpet together and they showed up with, uh, he, they both have long acrylic nails, which I don't, it doesn't really bother me that he has nails, but he has a very long pinky nail and she has a very long pinky nail and they're chained. They're, they're, they're chained together with that. There's a long chain tied or probably inserted through his nail then it goes to her nail it's probably let's see it's probably like two two and a half feet three feet but like if she falls or if he falls your nail's gonna get ripped off and it's just they're so annoying i'm looking at their outfits they're just what are the what's that word they're they're tryhards and um she looks beautiful i will say that but they just look there's a funny meme it's it's like when when the waitresses and the kitchen staff hang out and it's it was Machine Gun Kelly, Megan Fox, Courtney, and Travis. I love Travis. I don't even want to put them in the same category. Um, but I just that's all I got. They're they're annoying. Hopefully this will go away. Like Instagram challenges. Like no one cares. Please stop. This is a PSA. No one gives a shit about your Instagram challenge. I'm sorry, it's annoying. And don't get me started with TikTok dances. You know that's my biggest pet peeve. My biggest fear is I meet the guy of my dreams, then I I do some searching, and he does TikTok dances. Like, I would be shattered. Like, devastated. (laughs) It's so so cringe. Me and my friends, that's all we do is share TikTok videos of people dancing, and just... It's just so cringe, in my opinion. Well, I guess one could say that this podcast is cringe, but you know what? Whatever. I'm having fun. So I guess they they feel the same way about their TikTok dances. I love this next story. Drake, I love you. If you're if you're interested in me, give me a holler. I'm obsessed with him. I would love to love to be with him. Um, I don't know why I'm saying that. <laughs> so Drake withdraws his 2022 Grammy nominations. So in other words, he doesn't want to be nominated. And he was nominated for Best Rap Album of the Year, Certified Lover Boy, and Best Pop Performance with his for his song Way Too Sexy, featuring Future and Young Thug. I'm curious if they're upset, because you know, they would be getting a Grammy as well if they if they won that. Um but hear me out. And I'm pretty sure he has said this in the past. Like, these awards are such bullshit because if you're doing what you love doing, you you know, you're making music for whoever, like, you already won. You're getting paid lots of money to make music. Like, you wanted to do that since you were a little kid, most likely. You're living your dream. Isn't that, like, that's, that's the coolest thing, I think. But... It's just annoying for these people to get snubbed. Like, for example, Lana Del Rey has never won a Grammy. And I think that is so ridiculous because lyrically, she I think she's better than Beyonce. Up, oh, be, Beehive, don't, don't come after me. Do I think Beyonce has a great voice? Yes. Do I think Beyonce is a better performer? A hundred million thousand percent. Would I rather go to a Beyonce concert? Absolutely. But lyrically... I think Lana Del Rey is better. I think her her songs are about poetry. I mean, it's just 
It's poetry. Don't get me wrong. Lemonade was fantastic. I love it. But every one of Lana Del Rey's albums she she's written, Beyonce ha, has a you know a lot of writers, and I'm sure Beyonce contributes that c- contributes to that as well. But I just think Lana Del Rey gets snubbed, and she to me is one of the best lyricist. How do you say it? Lyricist is that the, is that a word? Is that a word? Lyricist. I just think Lana Del Rey is fantastic and she's never won a Grammy and I I think it's just robbed. And what else? And the Oscars. I think it's such bullshit because what's her name? I love Glenn Close. One of the best actresses. Glenn Close is fantastic. Has never won a Grammy. Leonardo DiCaprio won his first, I'm sorry, Glenn Close Oscar, not Grammy. Leonardo DiCaprio, he won his first Oscar a couple of years ago. He was nominated for like 15 films, something ridiculous, and he's never won. Susan Lucci has never won an Emmy. She was a soap opera star. It's just, I think it's all bullshit. And it's a bunch of old white men deciding who gets a Grammy, you know? And it's it, it, it's, it just needs to change. It needs to be more diverse, the, the judges and whatnot, like... What the fuck do they know about rap? You know, what do they know about anything? These these judges, um, I'm pretty sure. Is it the Grammy committee or the Oscar committee? There's only white people on the board. I forgot which one. I think it's the Oscar committee. If that's if I'm not mistaken, one of them has all white people, and it's just like, girl, it's 2021. Oh my god, it's almost 2022. Literally weeks away from 2022, and we're still having this conversation. But listen, Beehive, don't come after me. I love Beyonce. I do. I think she she's great, but I'm just upset that Lana Del Rey doesn't get the credit I think she deserves. And even Taylor Swift, I think, lyrically, Lana Del Rey is a better songwriter than Taylor Swift. There, I said it. Don't come after me, Swifties. I just think I love Lana Del Rey. She's dark. She's just an old soul like myself. So that's my spiel on that. I think it's safe to say that you can't trust NBA players. You can't. You can't date them. They will fuck around. They will definitely get someone else pregnant. Tristan Thompson, he's 30 and he's already on his third kid with his third baby mama. So, hear me out. He he has a daughter with with uh, Chloe Kardashian who's 3, her name's True, and he has a son named Prince who he shares with his ex-girlfriend. Now, he has a third child on the way. And I'm I'm a little confused is is Chloe with this dude? I I don't know if she's still with him. But it's like he almost it's like he discovered sex for the first time a year or two ago. So he's just like putting his dick in everything. Honestly, you should probably hide pencil sharpeners near him or like wall outlets. He's going to try to put his dick in it. It's just so insane to me that this dude just wear a rubber. They need to make male birth control. Like this dude, He's hot, though. I will say that. He's really cute. I do see the appeal. I do see the appeal. He's 6'9", too. Call me. Actually, don't. You have three babies and three baby mamas. I don't have time for that. Nope. 
I haven't talked about this next thing, but Sean Mendes and Camila Cabello broke up and it's like, yeah, we saw that coming. In my opinion, I did I don't think that relationship was real, nor do I think Nick Jonas and Priyana, Priyanka Chopra's relationship is real. I said what I said. You could take that however you want, but I don't think their relationship was real, and I don't think Nick's relationship is real. Do I think they're really married? Yes. But do I think they have sex? Absolutely not. They don't. They don't. And you could take that however way you would like, but that's all I'm going to say on that. In other news, I'll give you my Spotify wrap-up. So, my top artists are Lana Del Rey, Kanye West, number two, Madonna, number three, Ariana Grande, number four, and Britney Spears, number five. Kanye West is a new one for me, but I really do love him and I respect him as an artist, but he's cuckoo for Cocoa Pops. My top songs are Levitating, featuring DaBaby, which I'm a little upset about because, you know, he's kind of homophobic and said all that stuff about HIV and all that jazz. My second song is Chemtrails Over the Country Club by Lana Del Rey. She's my girl. My third song is Sunflower by Post Malone and Spider. And my fourth is Dead of Night, Oliver Peck. I didn't even know. I literally didn't even know I listened to that song that much, but apparently. And this is so gay. My fifth favorite song this year is Don't Rain on My Parade by Barbra Streisand. It's such a happy song. I love it. I listen to it probably once a day. And um, it makes my day. I love it. My and other podcast news. So this year I I did eight, 22 episodes in 2021. And I was listened to in eight countries, which I think it's it's probably it's a little down from last year. But in, in, in better news, and even better news, I'm up 23% from last year. And these are the countries that listen to me this year. United States, hey girls. The UK, hello. I don't know if that's British. India, Colombia, Germany, Israel, Mexico, and Italy, my home, my home country. Um, so thank you guys for listening. I, I, I appreciate it. And, you know... I was going to say subscribe, but you're probably already subscribed. But if you're not, please do. Um, but tell your friends about me. Tell them about my shitty tattoos. Oh, okay. Wait, one last thing before I sign off. I was on a podcast last week, y'all. I was on a comedy podcast. I was asked to be on it. I, I'm, I was shocked. I was very grateful. And I was so flattered. My, my friend Joey Camasta, we met at Celebrity Apprentice. He is best friends with um, Snooki, and we used to hang out in L.A. We used to drink together and go to clubs. Um, he's based in New York, which is nice. So uh, he asked me to be on a show, and we, oh my god, we had so much fun. And we cooked. We it was a cooking show. It was a podcast cooking show. So half of it is actually it's filmed. Everything's filmed, um, and the cooking segments filmed. So. That probably comes out maybe in March because he has so many guests, but um, it was funny. So I will let you know when that comes out, but that's what I had to tell you guys. Um, Thank you guys for listening. I appreciate it, and 
tell tell people about me. Word of mouth, y'all. That's that's how it works.